9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Go Plug Yourself. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, Just for Laughs is happening. It's back in full force. Uh, just like many of the other festivals going on in Montreal right now, Just for Laughs returns. It uh, starts basically Wednesday, July 13th, which is probably already in the past and runs all the way till Sunday, July 31st. There's a ton of amazing comedians, as, as we try to do every year. Uh, we're actually going to be talking to a bunch of them with mini episodes of Go Plug Yourself. And uh, so go on, head on out to the festival, uh, go to hahaha.com to check out tickets and uh, listen to this amazing interview with a Just for Laughs performer. Go plug yourself, you plug mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug mother plugger. Go plug yourself, it's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Hi, it's Zuko. Thank you. How you doing? Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm what? good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how how has your day been so far with the interviews and stuff? Oh, you're the first person. I'm the first person. I'm I'm kicking it off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is there a delay? Do you hear a delay from my end, or I, can you hear me? Okay. I hear you perfectly, and and there's no delay on my end either. Maybe there's something with like the three way or the call or something. I'm not sure. Okay, then I think I think it's fine. Yeah. I'm just um, not used to, like, you know, audio-only phone calls anymore. So I'm like, I don't know if it's just my voice. What if they, they can't catch me? You know, it's uh, <laughs> I'm still weaning off Zoom. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Every, everybody's existed on, like, yeah. uh, conference, video conference calls. You're like, what's a phone now? Yeah, where I'm like, oh, but what, if he can't see he doesn't know I've, I, I, he lost me. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but we're good. Okay, no, we're good. Yeah, the old old school phone technology is definitely uh, still intact for now. <laughs> um, I wanted Yay. to ask. Yeah, good. Perfect. Um, so I wanted to ask. Actually, uh, I saw that you were born in Taiwan and uh, raised in Japan. My so my first question was: Are you have you ever been back to Taiwan and and traveled there? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like in 2018, I went for my quote-unquote honeymoon. Okay. And like I only say it that way because I brought my mom and grandma and my dad and his his wife as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we went back in 2018. It was like a big family affair. That's, that's awesome. So, yeah, no, my wife and I, uh, I proposed to my wife in Taiwan. So I have a very, like, strong like love of of taiwan as a as a country i feel it's a it's a super underrated vacation spot weirdly speaking like not many people go there for vacation but it's an amazing place to visit so i love it yeah i think it's because it's you know people are like unsure how they're supposed to feel about taiwan Mm -hmm. maybe and you you know like most places won't even call it a country right so because they're you know afraid of uh, China listening to their conversations or something. I don't really know. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't mean to start with politics. But, no, 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 no. Um, I was just saying you uh, that Taiwan is just a beautiful country. That's all. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get political at all. It I is, promise. right. It is. <laughs> I know. Of course I did. Because I was like, Taiwan? Oh, yeah. I know where my loyalty lies. And I just couldn't stop. 
Of course. But yes, I have gone back, and it's it's a yeah. People should go more. I think so. I, I everyone every time I've ever uh, people are like, oh, like what's an underrated travel destination? I was like Taiwan. I was like in the north. You're gonna have the mountains. It's beautiful. In the south, there's even nobody believes me that like Kenting has like beautiful beaches and stuff. And I'm like, no, I trust mm-hmm. me. There's beautiful beaches in the south of Taiwan. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe you. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you do. I'm I'm saying for the rest of the the rest of the listeners. <laughs> um so you you mentioned 2018. Um so you were named a uh, comedian to watch uh by Vulture in 2018 and then by Times Out in 2019 and then um the pandemic kind of hit. So I was wondering how you sort of took that wave of momentum and then like kept it going when it became really difficult to do uh to do comedy. Yeah, I think I sort of like have over, over, always like operated in chaos and okay. uh, dire times <laughs> when the environment gets dire. Mm-hmm. I think I sort of not thrive, but that's when I really like buckle up and can find levity in situations mm-hmm. and motivation, you know, even more. And so, yeah, it, it was strangely, of course, it was a sad time and everything sort of was unknown but you know i just sort of maybe i'm a bit of a workaholic too i i just couldn't rest so i at least at that time i had a podcast i would continue that mm-hmm. and i kept writing jokes and i did all the zoom shows you know <laughs> i i wasn't going to say no to them i think you know a lot of comedians were like no i'm not doing zoom or you know um it's okay if i take a break maybe the universe wants me to take a break right. that kind of thing i can't sort of rest, especially during a dire time. And so, um, yeah, so I just kept like writing and doing comedy shows online. And then I was able to, and then I was like, I'm going to work on my hour. Right. Having no idea if things were ever going to even open up again. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, if people would want to still see hours, you know, I I had no idea, (laughs) but I was like, I'm going to do that for myself. Is comedy different now? Do people still want to sit down yeah, and watch maybe an hour? Or... Dead. <laughs> yeah, but then it, of course they did, right? It's like, what were we gonna get out of the pandemic? Only wanting to watch dramas, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I sort of like turned inwards, and then you know, still connected with people through like online, my social media, and that's where right. I really started building more on social media because I was like, well, I can talk straight to my audience still here, right. you know, on my phone. And um, it was actually strangely like, um, it helped me like level up in many right. ways. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say, I was like, I can yeah. imagine that um, mm-hmm. as you as you kind of like, as things open up and we return to comedy, which is for laughs, obviously being a, being one of the biggest comedy events of the year, um, you're probably like I don't want to I don't want to make assumptions, but you're probably playing to bigger crowds than you were prior to the pandemic because you like I said your star was so on the rise at the beginning. Then you did all of this work growing your your brand and growing your fan base while nobody was allowed to come out, and now everybody's excited to come out. So it's like you sort of skipped almost a step where now you're just all of a sudden playing to these bigger crowds because you did all that work, I guess, during the pandemic. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. Are you, yeah, you, you know this stuff. I'm like, have you been talking to my rap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, no, but you just, you know how comedy works. Right. You, you know, yeah. Um, yes, and that's what happened. And I'm sure it's, I think it's, it's happened for a bunch of people too, actually. Right. So I'm sure you've had that kind of similar mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, the, yeah. They're, 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 and I've, where, I mean, yeah, yeah, it is this weird thing where you skip the step. step. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was like, it's even happened with a couple of the musicians and stuff that we that we've spoken to, where because they were live streaming music sets, uh, all of a sudden they 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 go from playing like three four hundred person shows to like three thousand person shows because they built that audience up, and I really I kind of see that happening for you in in twenty twenty two. So uh, it's exciting. I'm sure it's an exciting time to be to be you. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, in a weird way, I've always sort of had to work around, you know. It's mm-hmm. like kind of a um, hustler's mentality, immigrant mentality <laughs> anyway, you know, mm-hmm. where sometimes, like, the actual the 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 actual entrance you're supposed to walk in from, the front door or whatever, I'm not good at colloquialisms, but, yeah. you know, like, this is the usual path you're supposed to take, right? As a comedian or as a musician or whatever, as a, an accountant, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like <clears throat> the immigrant mentality has always been like, well, they're not always going to let everyone through that door, not someone that looks like me or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we've always had to figure out workarounds anyway. And um, I think that sort of all tied in together with, with my upbringing and, you know, just... <clears throat> I don't know, being a woman of color, immigrant, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. fine, I'll talk straight to my audience on, on, you know, on social media. The universe is saying we're all shut down. Fine, I'll do that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and it, it's cool. Like, it's not, you know, you can see that skipping steps as well. But I also think it's like finding your own path is also like a yeah. really positive way of putting that. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. like it's like I said I'm like you put in the work in a in a non-traditional way, right? We're not saying like you skipped steps, but I'm saying but you found a way to reach out to your audience. Like I think a lot of times especially when we sort of uh like you as a bit of a like an alternative comedian, um that that typical maybe comedy club audience of just like dudes drinking a beer you're like that's not the only people that exist and that's not the only people that are funny so if you reach out in alternative ways you're gonna find your real audience right like and i think i don't know if that if that's sort of what yeah. you're speaking to yeah 100 percent. and i think that the that's a huge benefit because you know it's good to find your people <laughs> right those people will be the ones that raise you up first and then you can meet more people that way, you know, folks that maybe want, this is like your immediate demographic, you mm-hmm. know, and then they'll be like, oh my God, I relate to this stuff too. Right. Um, so I want to ask a little bit about, uh, about the intruder. Cause I mean, I think that all of what we're talking about seems to sort of tie into the themes of the show that you're going to be doing at uh, Théâtre Saint-Catherine uh, during Just for Laughs. So what, what our audiences should audiences be expecting when they come to see the intruder? Um, gosh, I don't like to, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, don't, I, I don't, 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 expe- don't set expectations. Don't like, set expectations. Set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a stand-up show, mm-hmm. you know, with like a story built into it that sort of was like pivotal in my life, my recent life, realizing, you know, sort of the, the things that I thought made me a freak were sort of my superpower. And I think that, um, that could be a universally relatable theme. Yeah, and so that's maybe what people can expect. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Um, I mean, I just—I yeah. well, also wanted to mention you. You talk about sort of like thriving in uh, in dire uh, circumstances. Uh, I, I found there was that that viral clip that went around a couple of years ago of you just performing through an earthquake. Uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like my. That's like yeah. That's like uh, what is it? It's very typical. My life. Yeah. <laughs> You're like oh, don't panic. Where just... an earthquake hit. A hundred percent. I was like, chaos? This is where I thrive. Yes, this is perfect. Um, something else I wanted to um, sort of like quickly uh, quickly discuss, and we only have a couple minutes here. Um, <clears throat> when you, that your approach to comedy seems to be very, as you say, like kind of like not non-traditional. You're going to talk about what you know, what you're thinking about uh, and, and finding its audience. Um, and then I, I, met, I saw one of your, your jokes where you talked about sort of like Jesus and from a very like funny yeah. out, out, outward like outlier perspective and those jokes I think are kind of you know like they, they work as you say in Los Angeles they're going to work here in Montreal uh, but now that you're like like touring have you ever had those interactions where now that you are like playing to a playing to a bigger audience things don't necessarily like land on land exactly the same way depending on where you're traveling um I haven't quite found that yet um I think like i would i I would sometimes just change like a reference mm-hmm. if they don't have a certain store in that city, then I'll change it to something even more generic okay but <laughs> being wise uh, yeah I think um when you sort of like co- approach the arts from like a human condition angle, mm-hmm. I think for the most part people will find it relatable. That's a, I, yeah. So, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, I mean, ho- hopefully, I mean, like I've I said, I've even ho- done the Jesus joke at a church. And, it, and Christians even um, find it true, because I'm not knocking Christianity. Not at I'm all, no. Posing an actual, I'm posing an actual question that they also agree with, like, yeah, it's been a while since he's come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. so it's, yeah, I like to approach it in that way where it's like a lot of like, you know, like, I'm confused about this. Are you? And <laughs> even the Christians at the church were like, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's very funny. Um, so I just, we're, like I said, we have about like another minute here. I just wanted to, uh, quickly ask you if this was your, your first time, um, going to be here in Montreal, uh, or not. It is. Yeah. Like very, very first time or in Canada in general, oh, wow. I went to Toronto for JFL Toronto for the first time, but yeah, it was like my first time stepping foot in the magical land. Everyone always talked about, you know, being from the state. So Yeah. <laughs> First time. So first, first time Montreal, like first, our first time at Just for Laughs Montreal. Uh, so obviously we're super excited to have you. Uh, super excited to talk to you, and uh, I'll let you go. I guess you probably have uh, other interviews and stuff lined up. And I want you to have a wonderful day. Thank you so much Thank for doing this. Thank you so this. much, Suka. Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a 
budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street, uh, we really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something. A uh, big thank you, as always, to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude, who provided our theme songs. And, of course, a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show. Uh, Walter J. Ling, who is technically retired, but still sometimes hosts. Uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Korber, and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing goers, and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing Go Plug Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts. And have a beautiful day. Thank you. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.